Hello, welcome back to the Bibliophiles podcast. I'm Anna. And I'm Holly. And we have kind of a a, a, a random potpourri a, a, a setup for today. So we're going to start by talking about the books we're continuing to read to educate ourselves on systemic racism and what we need to know and what we can do to do our part. Yep. And then we're going to jump into um, Riley Sager, like the anticipated home before dark book. And we'll talk a little bit about our thoughts on that. And, yeah. And, and all four of his books. All of his other books. And then we're going to go back and look at our TBRs for June, the books we wanted to read and show you how we have succeeded and or failed at those particular lists. And then we'll end with our current reads and um, maybe some July picks and we'll just kind of go from there. Yeah. So to jump in here, first of all, um, you know, we've, we've both been making sure that we are reading a text, an educational text, whether it's an anti-racist text or it more focuses on the history kind of the creation of systemic racism. So why don't you talk about yours? Yeah. So actually what Anna just said is exactly what the book, my book was about. Um, I just finished Stamp from the Beginning um, by Ibram Kendi. And it, it was exactly that. Like it took a certain, it took a, it talks about five care, five major people that have influenced the way society is today. And um, like from the, you know, from the 1200s, the 1500s, the 1800s, the 1900s, and it kind of went through. And it basically was a timeline of, of African-American history and how, how racism came to be, how our society is now, and everything that led up to it. I mean, this isn't something, obviously, that just happened. This is something that has been happening since the beginning of time over the course of time. And so he does an amazing job of going through it. And I did listen to it on audiobook. And if you read my Goodreads or even on our Instagram page, I had just said, this is a book I need to buy. Like I'm a, the best way I learn is to highlight, underline, take notes on, put stickies and all that. And so I need the book physically and to reread it to do that because there's so much in there I missed so much because um, other things stuck out so strongly to me. And so I kind of would jot that down or put in my notes as I went. But this one was heavy. It was a heavy read. But it was a, a really good read and one that I need to reread because there's just so much content there and so much history and, and so many things. I mean, talking everything about from when they they came over here um, to begin with and how they were slaves and how they and just along the lines, you know, and then, and then it was the, you know, anti-Semitic ways and it was the KKK and then it was the peace movements and, and just racism today and things. So it really did a great job of of giving a timeline and like a linear type of progression, but it was heavy and it was hard to read and it was sad and frustrating and demoralizing. I mean, I had so many feelings as I was reading it because I'm just, you just get frustrated. So, but it was a good one. So good. Um, and then along the lines of that one stamped from the beginning. So that's by Ibram Kendi, Ibram X Kendi. He collaborated with Jason Reynolds, who writes a lot of middle grade fiction, and they turned Stamp from the Beginning into a young adult text simply called Stamped. And I have that, um, I have my copy at the lake, and I just got that on audiobook, and I'm hoping to listen with the book at times, or just read, but um, 
I'd be interested to see if that would be an applicable classroom text. So I'm excited to jump into that one. But I just finished about a week ago, White Rage by Carol Anderson. That was one of my TBRs for June. So I'm, I'm happy to say that um, though I feel like I failed miserably at my list, I did accomplish a couple. So I read White Rage and I think the title really sums up the whole point of the book, how white people's rage over time watching Blacks try to achieve some kind of equality in any way, shape, or form um, has has inhibited their progress. And it 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 was basically this is the history that you didn't really know about. I mean, this is you you learned this about Reconstruction, and you learned this about civil rights, and you learned this about Brown versus Board of Education. All of those sound like progress, but they weren't. Maybe in the big scheme of things tiny baby steps, but there was so much that we were not told about all of those things. Um, I really, really liked her point. She had a chapter called how to unelect a black president, which in her mind, she feels like in the United States, electing Barack Obama was our way of saying we're over racism. So we don't even need to worry about it anymore. It's been combated. We're, we're, we've gotten there. And that's the argument for everything. Well, there is no problem with racism because we had a black president. So she had a really important chapter on that too and how we need to not use some of these arguments like our past president was black to try and coddle our minds into thinking that everything's okay. So I found it extremely um, enlightening slash uh, rage inducing, hence the title. But I think it's a really important read and I'm really, really glad I read it. And like I said, it wasn't a text on here's what you can do to help things. It was more of this is what you need to know about the past that has created systemic racism in this country. And I think Anna makes a good point. Like she's doing exactly what educators need to do. Like she also, I had a son in her class this year and he read the book, Just Mercy, like the young adult version by Brian Stevenson. And now if she ends up doing this young adult version of Stamped, that's what needs to take place because we are guilty as educators of teaching the kids the basics. They don't know everything and they can handle it. Like they need to be taught it. And so I think, again, our education system is failing miserably in that way because we teach them like, okay, yep, civil war, slavery, and then they weren't slaves because of things. And then, oh yeah, there's Malcolm X and Martin Luther mm -hmm. King and now everything's fine. No, no, it's not fine. But that's what we, we sugarcoat it. We, we make do. it feel like it, it's, a, it's, we're all good. Mm -hmm. It's not like they need to learn the hard stuff. They have to, because it's not going to change until, until people are comfortable talking about it and mm -hmm. deliberately making change for it. So, so I think this is a right step in the right direction, but educators for sure, the influence that, mm -hmm. that they have and we have, it, it has to start there too. So. Okay. We're moving on from the heavy. Yes. Even the heavy is so important, but we all know we, we need to be able to escape some of the heavy too. And everyone has different ways of doing that for us. It's books and coffee. Um, so let's talk about Riley Sager. Oh, we, so we have both read now all three of Riley Sager's books. Four. Well, three, because we were so looking forward to Home Before. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So prior yeah. to this, like the anticipation for me was heavy. So Anna had read Lock Every Door. Um, I feel like we were on a trip. 
or maybe you had read it and I read it on a trip or something, yeah, something like that. And then I read it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I love it so much. And then a gal at school picked the last time I lied mm-hmm. and I read that one before you did. And then we were hooked again. And then we just kind of kept going. Final girls we read, which then we were a little bit disappointed in. Yeah, but I was okay but with that because it was his first one. And I don't mind. Because I feel like some authors start with just a bang, like the best books ever. They do. And then and then they're not as good. Yeah. The next yeah. ones you're like, oh, they just don't quite. Right. It's not mm, it's not there. So I was actually encouraged. Yeah, I was. I'm like, okay, didn't love Final Girls, but really, really liked the next ones. So and yeah, I was Home feeling before good. Before Dark, loved it. Loved it. I loved it. I gave it a five. Like, I did too. I, I I just loved it because so the hype hit it for me, and that doesn't always happen. No, you know that you, you you read about books, you see it on blogs, people recommend it, you read it, and you're like, ah, that wasn't mm-hmm. what I was expecting. This one hit home for me. Yeah, and like, if you loved it. if you don't like the paranormal, you're not gonna like this book because oh, it's no. it's you're not gonna like it. Mm-hmm. I love ghost stories. I love that type of trope in literature. Right. Um, with the last time I lied, it took me a little longer to get into the story. I liked the setting. I loved that it was at this camp. I loved that they're revisiting this camp. I right. The whole premise was great, but the story was a little bit slow, but then it picked up and it was so believable. Like Very. I like when it's believable. Um, lock every door. I went back and looked I gave it four stars. I really loved the setting and the atmosphere. But not believable. It was really no. tough to mm-hmm. swallow. I'm with you there. Like, totally 100%. Meh. I, I loved the idea, but I really had to stretch my imagination where last time I lied, totally worked. Like, 100% told, worked. Yes. But still the twist you did not see coming and I was... Oh, like no. The, I couldn't believe it. And that's, I'm going to, I'm going to like props to Riley Sager. Yes. Every one of these books, there's been twists at the end and I'm like, what just happened? Yeah. Yeah. And you can't, you know, I want to try and peg the twist and final girls. I really wanted to peg the twist. Couldn't do it. And with that one. Well, the twist wasn't what we wanted and there were loopholes. Like you said, there were holes left and things, but the other three. No, not a ch- I didn't have a chance. I didn't even try with Home Before Dark because I knew there's no way I'm going to yeah. be right anyway. It was and, so good. And I wasn't, again. Oh, my gosh. So if you haven't read Riley Sager, oh. here's our suggestion. If you want, if you're going into this and if you're kind of a series reader or you want to read all the author's books, start with The Final Girls. Right. If you don't care if you read one and be done, start with last time I lied or home before dark. Right. I mean, but don't do this. Don't read lock every door. The last time I lied home before dark. And then the final girl, yeah, do you will be disappointed. Yeah. So we're going to tell you that right off the bat. If again, if you must read them all. Yeah. Yes. Definitely start with the final girls for mm-hmm. sure. And it's not bad. It, no. Oh no, no, no. It just, um, it's just not as good no, as the other good. three. It's hard when you compare. We had some to compare to. We did. So, okay. Let's jump to our TBR list for June. So, I, in the beginning of June, had posted that I was going to read seven books, uh, and then I had my Kindle next to it because I wanted to make sure that I remembered all the books I was going to get on Libby, the announcement that, hey, your book is ready, and then you have to add that into your month. So um, 
we have a week left. <laughs> no, we don't. We have four days. You're right. We have four <laughs> days left. So um, I'm just going to go ahead and say of my seven, I read three of them. So I had originally planned to read White Rage, done. The House Girl by Tara Conklin, read it. Really, really good, especially right now with what's going on, you know, looking at Black Lives Matter movement and looking back at history. Oh, it was so good. Um, how to read novels like a professor. Meh, my goal is to read that by the end of the summer. It'll get done. I changed it from June to summer TBR. Bromance Book Club, read it. Cheesy, but super fun. A Thousand Splendid Sons, didn't get to it. Maybe next month. Knockout Queen, man, I really wanted to read this during Pride Month. There's still four days. Maybe I will. <laughs> and then uh, Six of Crows by Lee Bardugo. I don't know if I'm saying that right. But uh, that is another one I want to read. And so I did get three done. I got The House Girl, Bromance Book Club, and White Rage. What about you, Holly? Okay, so I had six on my list. Um, yeah, I epic failed. I read one of them, you guys. Okay. I had How to Walk Away, The Stationery Shop, The Gown, Valentine, The Book of Longing, and Long Bright River. I did finish Valentine. I am currently reading Long Bright River. So I read two, but I did read six other books because here's what, here's what we struggle mm -hmm. with. The library sends us a text or yeah. an, an email and they're like, Hey, your books are in, come pick them up. So you go pick them up. Well, you read those first. So, um, so of your six other ones, what was your favorite of my six? Oh, for sure. Born a crime. Trevor Noah. Yeah, for sure. Like hands down, loved it. His humor, the storyline, again, it was just, it was so well written. He is a, a great writer. I mean, he's a great writer. I, he told a story so well. It was just, I loved it. Loved it, loved it. I laughed out loud. At, yep. I laughed out loud at a few parts, but I remember the poop part. So if you've read this, you know what right. I'm talking about. And I also I remember the Go Hitler. Oh go Hitler. <laughs> and I, was, oh, I was dying there. The was, Go Hitler part I was, was laughing out loud. Oh my I gosh. Was, I was like, there were so, but then there was parts I would get so mad at what he was saying and so disappointed, frustrated again. But he this, kept it so light. He did keep it light. He did keep I, it light. And that's what I love yes. about it. Like his goal was to just keep it. Yes. Keep it informative, but keep oh, it yeah, light. That, and I, that would be my favorite. I felt oh, like it was so I know, good. Treat. Well, be treated. Okay. Anyway, I'm still having a character hangover. Okay. How about yours though? What were your other? You know, like, what of your five? I think others? of my of my five other ones. It has to be my Dark Vanessa oh, yeah. by um, Kate Elizabeth Russell. So, trigger warning: This is the entire book is about sexual assault. Yeah. And the the crazy premise of this book you're you're delving into it there this does not follow a plot line this was like a character study okay and it went back and forth from when the abuse started when this um vanessa was 15 and she went to a, a private boarding school and her high school english teacher sophomore english teacher they begin a relationship but this the study of this book is on how he completely manipulated her made her believe she was the one pursuing it made her believe basically tricked her into thinking that she was the pursuer and she was doing all of this. So he's not guilty. Mm -hmm. You know, he, and right. he, he, I love you. And I, and, and then it goes to present day to when he is being accused by another student okay. and how she doesn't know what to think because of course she's hurt that he, like they're still in touch mm -hmm. and, and she feels indebted to support him. So, 
It was so complex. I had to continue to remind myself that this was not a memoir because it delved so deep into the psyche of this girl that you felt like it was her telling you. It was so amazing. This was one of the most amazingly written books, but it is, if you, this is heavy stuff. Like you, if you're not ready for that, mm-hmm. do not read it because and that's I think the whole at book. A, a different level too. When when it, um, I mean, sexual assault anytime is horrendous. I don't. I, but when you're an educator and it's a teacher Ugh. that's a student, like that's such a it it, it strikes the heart differently because mm-hmm. we're educators. And so, um, yeah. Tough but I just felt like as a high school stuff. teacher, her 15 year old brain, how she wrote mm-hmm. her 15 year old brain was spot on like you 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 couldn't have written it any better I don't know it was just it was amazing it was so thought-provoking I so contemplative I sat and thought about that book I would set it down I always wanted to be reading it which I the last couple books I read I was like I'm not really there so so um you know I really want to get my TBRs done I read five other ones in addition to the three that I did read, but that's my problem with the TBR. We're both kind of impulsive readers. And if you see a book that you want to read, and of course I got that from the library, you're, you're going to read it it. first because the other books you have. And so, you know, they're sitting on your shelf. Same with audiobooks. If Libby says, Hey, here's your audiobook too. Go ahead and start listening. Then again, you put, you put, put that as priority. Yeah. So current reads, I am currently reading again, because I went to my June list and was appalled. I'd only read one of them. (laughs) I am currently reading Long Bright River by Liz Moore. I'm currently listening to How to Walk Away by Catherine Center. And she's the one that did um, Things You You Keep in a Fire. I really like that one too. So I'm listening to this one also. Um, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. That's the Suzanne Collins one, The Hunger Games, like, book number zero it's called yeah so that one I also am listening to and then single carefree and mellow this was one that another English teacher at school recommended light like it's literally just light little love stories so those are the four I'm doing right now um I'm currently listening to and and reading I'm currently listening to and reading the new Jim Crow um so I have the I really like listening to a book when I also have the copy because yesterday when I weeded my flower bed um, I was able to listen and then I can come in and find where I'm at in the book and move my bookmark and then, you know, finish a section, whatever. And I'm also reading anxious people by Frederick Backman. And I am only, I don't know. I'm not very far into it, but his writing I is love just him. so readable. Yeah. So this is his newest one and it comes out, um, September 8th. So I'm reading an advanced copy of it. And the hardest part is that you can't quote from it. Like I already want to, I'm already making all these notes on my Kindle and I just want to go and share these lines because they're just so perfect. He can delve into the human brain like nobody else. I know. I love him when Anna talked earlier about like Riley Sager and if you're an author finisher, I've read everything by Fred. He's my go-to author. Like I've read every, I love him so much. And so I haven't good. read everything. I yeah. would say my favorites, a man called Uva, I think is how you say mm-hmm. it, and um, Bear Town. I loved yeah. those two. Yeah. I've had some that I was like, oh, the writing is so good and the story may not be 
everything you've ever wanted, but the writing is so real. So good. Yeah. So that's where we're at right now. Um, You know, we'll see in the next four days if we can knock (laughs) up one more book. My next one is going to be the knockout queen. I wanted to read it during pride month. I pledged I would. So as soon as I finish anxious people, I'm jumping into the knockout queen by Ruby Thorpe. That was my, I think that was my May book of the month. Yeah. And I had just ordered, do you want to talk a little bit? Do you talk last time about that Uncle Bobby's? The no. Book, the book and coffee. Okay. No. So go ahead and talk okay. about it. Just quick. I so, mean, we're almost done, but here we go. Okay. So, you know, I'm, I order a lot of books. I order a lot of Amazon books because it's easy. But then I really got to thinking, I am, I was very disappointed in myself. I need to do more ordering from independent bookstores and you can order online from many of these stores. So I went and Googled, um, you know, black owned independent bookstores uh, online delivery, whatever I even picked. So I found one in Philadelphia called uncle Bobby's and I started following him on Instagram. And the greatest thing, it connects you to this. I think it's bookshop.org. It connects you to a site that shows you how much money has gone to these independent bookstores. And it was amazing because I want my money to go there over Jeff Bezos. Sorry. I, I love the convenience of Amazon. And of course I'll still buy things. And we order everything else from there, but books, books, I'm pledging to order from independent booksellers at this point, especially black owned independent booksellers. So that is my goal. So I ordered from uncle Bobby's. I ordered hood feminism, um, Ta-Nehisi Coates, Queenie? No. 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 Um, give me a second. I ordered Queenie. Yeah, that was one I knew you ordered. And Hood Feminism. And then I did... Um, well, while she's talking, she started talking about this. So, like, I am I agree and I'm doing the same thing. And I ordered Why Are All the Black Kids Sitting Alone in the Cafeteria? I feel like that's what it's called. And then I also ordered All, Blue, All Boys Aren't Blue. Um, and so that will be my, by George Johnson. That'll be the one I hope to, it's supposed to be delivered here today, I think. So maybe I'll get that one read for June too. But what was your other Mine one? was Between the World and Me by Tana okay. Hesse Coates yeah. and it's his memoir. And so, yeah, I ordered that one and Hood Feminism and Queenie. Yeah. So. So just a little props out there. Like we love Amazon and Barnes and Noble, but like independent bookstores yeah. need us and so, and you know, we're going to be looking for other ones too. I'm not going to only order from uncle Bobby's, right. but check them out on Instagram. Go follow uncle, Bo- uncle Bobby's They're You know, these independent booksellers, any independent, um, business, they need, they need us. your money. And especially now during yep. everything that's happened, cause they've been closed too, and they're just slowly reopening. So, um, so yeah, check them out. So we will hopefully post, hopefully within the next four days, we'll get at least one or two more books read. Yeah, I mean, we'll for see. sure. That's and our then goal. we'll post our July TBRs yeah. for, um, for the month and we'll put those on Instagram. So yeah. So make sure that you, uh, subscribe and follow us, whether you're on Spotify or Apple podcasts, uh, make sure you follow us on Instagram as well. We're the underscore bibliophiles underscore podcast. And we update our reads and our thoughts quite often. Yeah. We would love to hear from you. DM us on Instagram. If you have any suggestions, if you have any comments, we'd love Anything. to hear from you. And we'll, I would imagine a book giveaway is coming or, or we got to get to a thousand, so, got to get to a thousand followers. Right. So we got a little bit to go, but we'll see what happens. So happy 4th of July week next yeah. week. Yay to everybody. Um, hope you're reading great books 
And like Anna said, send us your suggestions. We would love to. I love when people say, you need to read this book. That's one of the best things ever. Yes, absolutely. All right. Take care. Keep reading.